0: The opening chapters of Genesis wow us with the stories of creation, the fall of man, murder, worldwide catastrophe, and then God gets mad at a tower. This is Bible Habits, Genesis chapter 11, and the Tower of Babel. In Genesis chapter 11, we see mankind gathering together to build. In verse 4, they say, Come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower with its top in the heavens, and let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be dispersed over the face of the whole earth. Now this doesn't fly with God, and most of us are left stumped with why. Does God have a thing against skyscrapers? Does the empire state building offend God? Well, the building of the tower is just one concern of these people. They also want to build a city, and they want a name for themselves, and they don't want to be scattered over the earth. The building of the city and the tower is how they expect to remain in one place and make a name for themselves. Now these are not inherently bad things. The problem is that Babel wants all of these on their own terms and without God. In verse 2, reading from the NIV, we see that as people moved eastward, they found a plain in Shinar and settled there. Now, some of your translations will say they came from the east. There are some finer points of grammar we don't need to get into. But among English translations, it's a fairly even split between which direction they're headed. The reason this is important, and the reason I favor the NIV here, is because going east is never a good thing in the Bible. When Adam and Eve are kicked from the garden in Genesis 3.24, they're driven to the east. After Cain murders his brother Abel, he's driven east to the land of Nod. Genesis four sixteen, When Lot separates from Abraham in Genesis 13, verses 10 and 11, he heads east where Sodom and Gomorrah, the two wicked cities are. When Israel is exiled from the promised land, guess which direction they go? East towards Babylon. So east is an important direction. It's the direction you go when you're leaving the presence of God. The people of Babel, they're headed to east on purpose. The only reason Adam, Eve, and Cain ever left the presence of God is because they were cursed and driven away by him. Yet, the people of Babel are moving away from God all on their own. Babel decides to set itself up as its own power and live life on their own terms. Now, all the concerns of Babel that we read of in verse 4 reflect this independence from God that Babel is seeking. They want a tower into the heavens so that they can make themselves their own gods. Centuries later, Babel is going to be known as Babylon, and this is their boast in Isaiah 14, verses 13 and 14. You said in your heart, I will ascend to heaven. Above the stars of God, I will set my throne on high. I will sit on the mount of assembly in the far reaches of the north. I will ascend above the heights of the clouds. I will make myself like the Most High. They also want a name for themselves. To name something is to have authority over it. Adam names the animals, Adam names his wife, parents name their children. Well, Babel is going to set themselves up as the first world power and without God, and they are going to name themselves. There is no authority besides Babel. God recognizes all of this when he comes down to see the tower in verse 6. The Lord said, Behold, they are one people, and they have all one language. And this is only the beginning of what they will do. And nothing that they propose to do will now be impossible for them. With the incredible pride of Babel comes great potential for sin. And what we have in the Tower of Babel is an entire people following the example of Eve, trying to take control of everything for themselves. But then God came down. They want to build a tower into the heavens, but God has to come down to see it. They don't want to be scattered, so that's what God does. They want a name for themselves, so God calls them Babel meaning confusion. Great pride leads to great evil and ends in great destruction. That's what happens when we try to establish ourselves away from God. We'll think we're impressive that we have made a name for ourselves, but any attempts to get into heaven on our terms are doomed to fail. And so is mankind in general doomed to always be apart from God? The first 11 chapters of Genesis haven't been very hopeful, but at the end of Genesis chapter 11, we meet a man named Abram, a man that God will make a promise to so that all nations might be blessed through him. No matter how far east we go, God is always working to bring us back into his presence.